Hey, welcome to the Teal Shirt Report. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Scott. Uh, I was checking our uh, Teal Shirt Report stats the other day. Now we're up to 16 states. You can hear the Teal Shirt Report all over the country, all over the world. We're listened to now in as many as 16 states, which include Florida, Georgia, Alabama. I want to say hello to JC, one of our Big J Report contributors in Alabama, Mad Max and South Alabama, I think Max, uh, he's over over in uh, western Georgia sometimes too. Mad Max, hope you're doing well. And I want to say hello to everybody listening into the Teal Shirt Report, whether you're listening in Florida, Georgia, Alabama, or Colorado, where LaVisca Chenault, the Jaguars wide receiver, the rookie Jaguars wide receiver who got a touchdown catch. He scored a touchdown in his first game. In, in the first game when the Jaguars knocked off the Colts, 27-20. to 20. want to say hello to the folks listening in in Boulder, Colorado, where LaVisca Chenault played his college uh, football. So we're listened to in as many now as 16 states, Ohio, even California, uh, New Jersey, Minnesota, Florida, Georgia, Alabama. And, you know, in as many as 16 states now, we want to thank all the listeners. We're worldwide, internationally listened to in the U.K. want to say hello to Andy Powers and the Milton Garden Club. Uh, they're actually in uh, Newport, Wales, right? That's where they are, the Milton Garden Club. And uh, they have a nice Facebook group that, you know, they uh, granted me permission to be in the group. And Andy Powers, one of my good friends, um, he, of course, is in... Uh, Wales and in, in the Newport area, and they do have the, the Milton Garden Club there. We'll talk more about that. But this is the Teal Shirt Report, just kind of giving you an indication of how far we reach. And people are listening in as many as 16 states all across the world internationally, whether it's Wales, Australia. We've got some new listeners in France, as I understand it, Montreal, Canada, all over the world, Hong Kong. Hey, guys, and hey, and again, thank you for listening. Wherever you're listening, thank you for spending part of your day with us with the Teal Shirt Report. Well, looking back at game one for the Jaguars, it was pure elation. Man, I'm going to tell you how good I felt when the Jaguars pulled off that first win. Gardner Minshew, 19 of 20 passing. He threw three touchdown passes. He kind of spread the wealth around. DJ Chark caught the first touchdown pass. LaVisca Chenault, the guy who I feel like is going to be a star in the NFL, caught his first touchdown pass. And uh, LaVisca made the catch, and, you know, he ran he ran a little ways, too, to score. So DJ Chark, uh, LaVisca Chenault, and Keelan Cole made the uh, three touchdown grabs from Gardner Minshew in game one where the Jaguars defeated the Colts, the Jacksonville Jaguars 27, the Colts 20. Now, it was a big victory. It was an upset win for the Jaguars as well, because you do know the Jaguars were actually about an eight-point underdog in that game against the Colts, you know, back on Sunday, September the 13th. We're going to take a look at the odds on the Titans game, which is coming up this Sunday. And uh, let's take a look at that. And, um, you know, I'll give you the game time, too, because the game time is actually 1 o'clock at Nissan Stadium. And, again, the Jaguars, uh, really a heavy underdog. Uh, looking at the point spreads, 
And some of the experts feel like the Tennessee Titans are going to cover the spread, but that's what they said about Indianapolis last week too. Uh, looking at the point spread, it looks like it's uh, down to seven and a half points because I had actually I had actually seen some spreads earlier in the week where the uh, Jags were as much as a nine to eleven point underdog. It's down to seven and a half points now. So the Titans are a seven and a half point favorite. I picked the Colts to beat the Jaguars last week. I was wrong. I'm glad I was wrong. I think the Jaguars are going to win by two points in this one. I'm going to call it 23-21 Jaguars with a winning with a winning field goal. Hey, if it's 23-21, um, we could be looking at a winning field goal by Josh Lambeau. He's been incredible at TIA Bank Field. Now, I understand the Titans may have some fans there. There was one stadium, I'm trying to recall, where they said there were only going to be 2,500 fans there. Now, for the Jaguars game against the Colts, there were somewhere in the vicinity. I, I know there were over 14,000 fans there. As many as sixteen or 17,000 were able to go to the Jaguars games. Of course, everybody kind of spread out, and most of the time, unless you're eating some food or drinking something, you're going to have a mask on inside the stadium, you know, for safety concerns, social distancing, and, and all of that with COVID-19, of course. So I like the Jaguars this week. The whole key to this game is going to be one guy. He's a hometown guy from Yoli. Played his high school ball right here in Northeast Florida. Derrick Henry, who recently signed a contract extension with the Tennessee Titans, Todd Wash's defense, man, they've been racking their brain all week trying to figure out how to stop Derrick Henry. I, I did hear defensive end, second-year defensive end Josh Allen with the Jaguars. He said, you got to hit him, hit him again, hit him hard, hit him again, hit him hard. And uh, you got to hit him, hit him again, and hit him hard before he starts running or before he gets away. So I think what he's saying and what I'm – feeling about that conversation and even some of the things that defensive coordinator Todd Wash has said, got to control Henry. He's going to get some yards. He didn't have the greatest game against the Broncos in game one. So maybe there's a blueprint out there uh, for how to stop uh, Derrick Henry, the running back from Yuley that played his college ball at Alabama. And now of course has uh, signed a recent uh, contract extension with the Tennessee Titans. And he has been, I mean, he has just been just, what would you say? He's been a thorn in the Jaguars' side for many, many games. Also, I'm going to tell you, these games in Nashville, kickoffs at 1 o'clock, by the way, this Sunday. But there's been a, there's been two games that I recall up in Nashville. They were almost cartoonish. I mean, you were watching the TV and you said, could this really be happening? There's a couple of Jaguars-Titans games where the Jaguars got blown out in the first half, and you said, man, is this really happening? Is this really happening? So I'm hoping for a Jaguars victory. I'm going to pick the Jags by two points this week, see if the Jags can bring home a victory. This game, believe it or not, is for sole possession of first place early in the season here in the AFC South. The Jaguars, the Jaguars and Titans are both 1-0. and 
And the Titans were kind of fortunate to beat Denver. And I suppose the Jaguars were fortunate to beat the Colts, too. But the Jaguars and the Titans are both 1-0, so a big game. The Texans are 0-1-1. The Colts are 0-1-1. That's how the division stacks up very early in the season as we go into week two. But I just want to borrow, you know, I just want to borrow this phrase from, you know, quarterback Joe Namath, who played for the Jets in Alabama. He used to say the pure elation of victory. Man, let me tell you, it felt good to get that win. The Jaguars 27, the Colts 20, the final score uh, back on Sunday afternoon, September the 13th at TIAA Bank Field. So the Jags, man, we're looking for more, more, more for Minshew. 19 of 20 for three touchdowns for Gardner Minshew in game one of 2020. So let's hope for some more good things. Uh, running back James Robinson, the undrafted free agent out of Illinois State, who I think amassed close to, what, 4,000 yards running the football at Illinois State during his college career. Man, he played well, particularly in the first half. Need to get him moving and get the running game going. And, you know, I think if the Jags can get the running game going, that's actually going to help the Jaguars' defense to keep them off the field some. But the key thing with Derrick Henry, man, don't let him hit that long run. You know, we got burned one time on Thursday night football where Derrick Henry took off for 90-plus yards for a touchdown run, and that's what that's what kills your team. That's what, you know, takes the, you know, the, the wind out of the balloon, so to speak. So let's hope the Jaguars can contain Derrick Henry. The Jaguars get some turnovers. If they can get maybe a turnover or two more than the um, the Titans get, Gardner plays well. Running back James Robinson plays well. And the defense can hold up against the Titans. Love to have a victory in game two at Nashville against the Tennessee Titans. I'm going to call it right now the Jaguars by two points against the Titans, and we'll see what happens. You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report. we got a lot more coming up. North Florida Entertainment will include the high school football scoreboard as well. So keep it right here on the Teal Shirt Report. Thank you for listening. My name's Scott. We'll be right back. Okay, we got the Teal Shirt Report continuing. Uh, thank you for listening in. This is the Teal Shirt Report. Jaguars playing, obviously, the Tennessee Titans this Sunday afternoon, September the 20th, 1 o'clock, up in Nashville. Titans a seven and a half point favorite. I'm liking the Jags to win by about two points. How about that? How about those apples? So let's let's see, let's see what happens with the Jaguars this week. We're also going to talk about EIF football. The Southern Steam, they've won six games in a row. They're preparing for the championship game of the Elite Indoor Football League. The Southern Steam. And let me tell you, these two teams are going to pull out the stops. They're going to they're gonna grab a player here or there that can help them. The Southern Steam, they take on the Space Coast uh, Tar Heels. Uh, game getting underway at about 5 o'clock at the Ison Sports Complex here in Jacksonville, uh, right near Phillips and Emerson. I've watched the six-game winning streak the Southern Steam has been on. It's been a pleasure 
to meet those guys, uh, watch them play. Good luck to the Southern Steam and head coach Bobby Damarell, who's also the the owner of the Southern Steam as well. And the games are played at the Ison Sports Complex right here in Jacksonville in a smaller venue. That's why they've been able to play these games all summer. And I've enjoyed uh, lead indoor football uh, with the Southern Steam this summer. And their championship game will be uh, this Sunday, September the 20th, at about 5 o'clock. So I got time to watch the Jaguars. And then after the Jaguars game, we're going to go out to the Ice and Sports Complex to root on the Southern Steam against the Space Coast Tar Heels getting underway at about 5 o'clock in the afternoon thereabouts. So good luck to the Southern Steam and Coach Bobby Damarell and their wonderful roster of players. Got some great guys on that Southern Steam team. So good luck to the Southern Steam against the Space Coast Tar Heels uh, this Sunday. So we're going to also uh, talk about SEC football real quickly because we do have a preview of SEC football coming up. And it looks like our complete preview is going to come up in a couple of days from now. But I do want to tell you what I've been telling most people is I feel that Florida and Georgia are the class of the SEC East. It's going to come down to the Jacksonville game on November the 7th against Florida and Georgia. I like, I like the Gators to win that game by six points and win the East possibly with a tiebreaker. I can see Georgia and Florida both going 9-1, and one, but if Florida wins the game in Jacksonville, well, hey, they'll be the SEC Eastern Division champs and go to the SEC title game. In the West, we're going to talk more about that on our next podcast, but I will say this. I think there's, there could be as much as a three-team to four-team battle in the SEC West. The dark horse could be Texas A&M, but, you know, the, your old standards, Alabama, Auburn, and LSU are going to be there battling for the SEC Western Division title. I think you're looking at about a three- or four-team race in the SEC in the Southeastern Conference Western Division. Let's move to high school football now here on the Teal Shirt Report. Thank you for listening today. High school football, for me, this week was a little bit disappointing. My alma mater... The Ed White Commanders got beat by Baker County. Uh, Baker County Wildcats, 47, Ed White, nothing. And I expected a much closer game. So a disappointing loss for Ed White after after they won their opening game the week before by defeating Mendez, uh, Menendez 38-30 a week earlier uh, back on September the 11th. You know, when we, I mean, I'm going to get right back to high school football, but real quickly, I want to talk about COVID-19, which uh, it looks like COVID-19, we're, we're not seeing, I haven't seen really any cancellations in North Florida as far as high school football games for COVID-19. If I, if I hear of anything like that, we'll pass it along to you. But the high school games have been, they, they've been being played as scheduled now. I do want to tell you real quickly and briefly that, a couple of the games that have been canceled and postponed at the college level include Virginia and Virginia Tech, you know, about a week ago. The Houston versus Baylor game this weekend has been postponed or canceled due to COVID-19 issues. Also, I just learned today, I just learned this today, I think this was reported by ESPN, that FSU coach Mike Norvell has tested positive for COVID-19. So that probably means that Coach Norvell will be be off the sidelines for at least two or three weeks. And one of the assistant coaches 
uh, will take over for Florida State at least for the next two or three weeks. Florida State started out with a 16-13 to loss against Georgia Tech uh, last week. Florida State's next game will come up against uh, Miami. So no easy, no real easy games. I mean, Miami, Florida State, and Georgia Tech, those three teams are probably middle pack, middle of the pack in the ACC this year at best. So, again, Florida State coach Mike Norvell reports from ESPN and a couple of other outlets are reporting that FSU coach Mike Norvell has tested positive for COVID-19. And I believe Coach Norvell, his his family members, his immediate family members, like his wife and and, and some of the kids, have have actually uh, tested negative. But Coach Mike Norvell has tested positive, and of course he comes in contact, you know, with a lot more folks with the football program. So we'll see how that pans out. That could possibly for Florida State that could possibly lead to you know, to more isolation of players, coaches, uh, whoever, you know, Coach Mike Norvell is coming to contact with. We'll see how this plays out. Back to high school action. Again, I, I talked about my alma mater. And before we do that, let me talk about our sponsors. The Teal Shirt Report is sponsored by Anchor.fm. It's where we do the podcast. So easy to do the podcast through Anchor.fm. want to thank them. Also want to thank Saucer Realty. North Florida real estate listings, whether it is, I mean, think about it, whether it's a residential home listing, if you're wanting a new home in North Florida, great place to live. Uh, Larry Saucer at Saucer Realty has uh, residential listings, business, commercial listings throughout North Florida. Lake City, Live Oak, Larry comes to Jacksonville as well. And of course, surrounding areas, uh, throughout those communities uh, here in North Florida. So we want to thank um, Saucer Realty for being a sponsor of BigJReport.com. You can follow us at BigJReport.com. And also, LakeUfallahits.com for internet radio. That's right, internet radio. Um, it's all good. And again, LakeUfallahits.com, or hey, it's all good. Uh, JC, who... Um, you know, is a freelance writer for BigJReport.com. He also runs uh, LakeUfallahits.com Internet Radio. So, again, um, hey, if you want to hear some great music, you know, and these are very great and recognizable hits at LakeUfallahits.com. Hey, it's all good, LakeUfallahits.com. So back to high school football for a moment. And the sad news I was reporting to start out, is that my alma mater in high school, the Ed White Commanders, got knocked off by Baker County. Baker County is strong. Baker County could be one of the best teams in our area. Baker County Wildcats beat the Ed White Commanders 47 to nothing. And for those of you listening in, and we got people listening from all states and all across the world, uh, Baker County is actually in a town called McClenny, which is uh, close to maybe 25, 30 minutes from Jacksonville going west. Uh, McClenny's about halfway between Jacksonville and Lake City. But Baker County's got a heck of a football program at the high school level, and, and they're looking good this year. Their defense is playing tremendously. Baker County Wildcats 47, Ed One Commanders nothing. Some other scores, let's, and Baker County must be really, really good because, you know, Ed White's got a pretty decent team this year. They beat Menendez. Ed White beat Menendez 
38 to 30 back on September the 11th. But Baker County, what can you say? They blasted Ed White, my alma mater, 47 to nothing uh, back on Friday evening, uh, September the 18th, as we record this podcast on Saturday, September the 19th. Now, you know, I got my, uh, my monitor on here at World Headquarters. I see Tulsa's playing Oklahoma State. Tulsa with a 7-3 to lead in the third quarter of that game as we record the uh, podcast Saturday afternoon, uh, September the 19th. But back to high school football scores, and we take a look at high school scores in North Florida, some from South Georgia and even South Alabama, too. Checking some more scores, uh, Bowles defeated St. Augustine. Bowles, 40. St. Augustine, 23. That's where Chipper Jones, the baseball Hall of Famer, went to high school. Bowles, the Bowles Bulldogs, 40. St. Augustine, 23. Sandalwood shut down Nice, 35 to nothing. Nice is where uh, Tim Tebow played uh, his high school ball. Sandalwood, 35. Nice, nothing. The Lee Generals, still the Lee Generals. The Lee Generals, 26. The Rebalt Trojans, 18. So Lee won their game. Uh, Lee was off last week, but uh, they did defeat Rebalt. Uh, 26 to 18. Fleming Island knocked off Fletcher. Uh, Fletcher, the school from uh, Jack's Beach, Neptune Beach area. It was uh, Fleming Island 28, Fletcher Senators 20. Again, Fleming Island 28, the Fletcher Senators 20. Some other scores West Side, the West Side Wolverines 34, Andrew Jackson Tigers 20. Camden County from across the state border up in Georgia, Camden County Wildcats from Georgia. 35, the Reigns, Vikings 26. Reigns, you know, won a couple of uh, state championships in the last three years. But Reigns is playing a tough schedule. I mean, they got beat by Venice last week, and Reigns runs into a really top-notch Georgia program, Camden County, the Camden County Wildcats in Georgia, 35, and uh, the Reigns, Vikings, Let's see, Reigns at 26, Camden County 35, Reigns 26. Baldwin, Baldwin, that's right, Baldwin um, 36, West Nassau 31 the final. Fernandina Beach Pirates beat the Wolfson Wolfpack 33 to nothing. That was Fernandina Beach 33, the Wolfson Wolfpack nothing. Other scores, uh, Bartram Trail knocked off Mandarin. Bartram Trail 26, Mandarin 13. Hey, that's where uh, Alex Nunry, our Big J Report contributor, uh, went to high school at Bartram Trail. Bartram Trail defeated Mandarin. It was Bartram Trail 26, Mandarin 13. Speaking of the amazing Alex Nunry, one of our Big J Report contributors, Alex went out to the, uh, the University Christian Bradford County game to cover it for the Big J Report and the Teal Shirt Report. We're going to get Alex's uh, report on the University of Christian, the University Christian game. It was University Christian playing uh, Bradford County, and we're going to get Alex's report right now. Let's check in with Alex Nunry and, and how it was on Friday night, September the 18th. Alex did a report at uh, University Christian as University of Christian played Bradford County. Let's go to Alex Nunry now. All right, we're here at the Teal Shirt Report with the Bradford County 3022 UC 33. We're here with Dante Balfour, who's apparently a huge game South Carolina Gamecock leader. And then we got Sterling. What's your name, Sterling? 
Sterling Roberts. From who the Troy yeah, commit. commit yeah. So, what are your thoughts about tonight's game? Uh, I just feel like we just need to execute more and don't give up. And, like, you see, we get stops on defense, and we'll, we'll be fine. Yeah, I think um, just right now we're pretty young. Um, as a team, but team-wise, I mean, we didn't we didn't quit. I just feel like we got to execute some more, just like uh, Coach T, Coach Thompson, has said. And uh, I think we'll be straight next week. We just got to uh, work on some things for sure. All right, thank you. Yeah, appreciate appreciate. We're here, we're here with the Teal Sir Report. We have two of the famous stars from UC. If y'all want to introduce yourself, Desiree Rouse, quarterback. Joseph Carr, the athlete. And then Joe just got an offer from Dallas Baker and the Marshall Thundering Herd with their nice win. Hopefully they beat App State. What are y'all thoughts on tonight's game? Uh, we did very good as a team, and we're just trying to get back to what we used to play. Uh, we came out, uh, punched them in the mouth, played together, and just had fun. All right, thank y'all. And the head coach of the Fighting Christians is David Penland III. He's actually in our Facebook group, Big J Report. Dot com. If y'all get a chance, check out BigJerryReport.com or Teal Show Report Podcast. I'm Alex Nunnery, saying so long from University Christian. Good night. Hey, I um, thank you, Alex. I want to thank Alex Nunnery for that wonderful report on that uh, University Christian and Bradford County game. Alex is going to be going to some other games and checking uh, high school uh, football for us uh, throughout the high school football season. Great report from Alex. Congratulations, University Christian, on that big win. It was University of Christian 33, University Christian 33, and Bradford County 22. Let's get back to the scoreboard as uh, we have more high school football scores for you. Again, uh, Bartram Trail knocked off Mandarin 26-13. to University Christian, as you heard, Alex Nunnery's report, one of our Big J Report contributors. And you're hearing, you heard his uh, interviews, uh, you know, right here on the Teal Shirt Report. University Christian 33, Bradford County 22, the final. Other scores, uh, Christ Church 6, uh, Trinity Deltona nothing, the final score. The Clay Blue Devils beat Orange Park 47 to 13. Pontevedra, the Pontevedra Sharks 42, Platka 0, a final score. Back on Thursday night, hey, we got this report from... Uh, we got this report from Larry Cole down in Apopka. Apopka defeated Akoe. I think it's pronounced Akoe. Apopka 15, Akoe 13. That was a final night. That was a final from back on uh, Thursday night. That game was played back on Thursday night, September the 17th. Again, Apopka 15, Akoe 13. The final score, again, that game was played on Thursday evening, September the 17th. And again, hey, if we miss any scores, if you have a score that you haven't heard us talk about, let us know. You can message us on the uh, Teal Shirt Report on Anchor, on the Anchor app. Uh, click on Messages, leave your name and a message, and, uh, you know, we'd be, uh, you know, happy to add your score. We mainly do North Florida scores, South Georgia scores, even South Alabama scores, and a pop is kind of in the Central Florida area, and uh, we, we do have some... Uh, Teal Shirt Report listeners and uh, BigJReport.com uh, viewers uh, in Central Florida as well. So, again, congratulations to Apopka on the 15-13 to 13 win over Okoe on Thursday, Thursday night, September the 17th. Again, if you have a score we don't have, 
you're welcome to call it in by clicking on message on the Tailshirt Report on the Anchor app. Of course, we're on many platforms, but when you're on Anchor listening, you can click on the message, click on message, and certainly leave your message, your score, or whatever you have. We got some more high school football scores. I did mention uh, Lee defeated uh, the Reball Trojans, Lee Generals 26, and the Reball Trojans 18. Going up to Georgia, Glen Academy uh, knocked off Winder uh, Barrow. Glen Academy 21, uh, Winder Barrow 14, the final score. Uh, let's see some other scores in Georgia. Pacelli defeated Randolph Clay, my old stopping ground. St. Anne Pacelli, 48, Randolph Clay, 14, up in uh, up in southwestern Georgia. Also over in Alabama, Hoover. No, not the vacuum cleaner, but the high school, the famous high school up in North Alabama, Hoover, 42. Let's see, they beat, who was this they were playing? Uh, Oak was it Oak Mountains, I believe? Hoover, 42, Oak Mountains, 7, up in Alabama. Eufaula, and we got this report from our Big J Report contributor, J.C., Eufaula, Alabama. Uh, now 3-2 and two on the year. They've already played five games up there in South Alabama. Eufaula, Alabama, 33. The Eufaula Tigers, 33. And Park Crossing, 7. How about the Lakeside School? Lakeside School, also located up in Eufaula, Alabama. The Lakeside School, 64, and Meadowview Christian, 0. Boy, Lakeside School, the Lakeside School ran it up, literally on, on Meadowview. I haven't heard of Meadowview. They may be a really small school, but Lakeside, I know they've won some games this year already. Lakeside, the Lakeside School, 64. The Lakeside School Chiefs, 64, and Meadowview Christian, nothing. So that gives you, you know, some of the scores, you know, as far as high school goes. I know Lowndes, um, you know, up in Georgia, Lowndes County, uh, what was a big winner as well. I don't have their score right in front of me, but I know that Lowndes County, Lowndes County also won. In fact, I could probably pull Lowndes' score up now. Give me just a moment. We'll try to pull Lowndes' score up, you know, as far as, uh, you know, Georgia scores go. Um, I mean, football, high school football is back in earnest. I mean, everybody's playing. Almost everybody is playing. And, again, uh, Pacelli defeated Randolph Clay. Sadan Pacelli, 48. Randolph Clay, 14. Uh, Camden County up in Georgia knocked off Reigns, 35-26. to 26. Let me check some other scores. Colquitt County, 51. Uh, Banneker, nothing. Uh, some other scores up in Georgia. Let's see, um, Northview defeated Chattahoochee. No, I'm sorry, that's the other way around. Chattahoochee, 56, Northview, 39. And uh, Thomasville beat the Cairo Syrup Makers. That's the name of that team. Thomasville, 30, Cairo, 7. I've been to Thomasville before, and I did a high school broadcast of Randolph Clay versus Thomasville up in Thomasville. Boy, they have a great hamburger place in Thomasville years ago when I – when I went and did the game there, but Thomasville 30, Cairo 7. Checking some other scores in uh, Georgia. Let's see, Skipstone Academy 25, Georgia Christian nothing. And let's see, Woodstock got beat by Creekview. Creekview 16, Woodstock 2. And uh, let's check some other scores. 
in uh, Georgia. Okay. Let's see. Um, Harrelson, Harrelson County, 21, Bowden, 10. The final score, Lanier, 27, Mountain View, 20. How about Lee County? Lee County threw a 66 up on Crawford County. Lee County, 66, Crawford County, 0 up in Georgia. And let's see, River Ridge, 38, Etowah, uh, Etowah, 7, Riverview. Again, River, I'm sorry, River Ridge, 38, Ed, Ottawa, Etowah, 7. Pronunciations, right? Harris County, 14, Upson Lee, 13. These are some Georgia scores. And I know Lowndes County won. I'm not seeing that score in front of me right now. Lowndes County, you know, actually played a Florida school too. So we may have to um, find that score for you. I'm still kind of looking for that one. But we've been giving you the bulk of high school football scores in North Florida, South Georgia, Western Georgia, uh, South Alabama, and even in uh, some surrounding areas. So that's some of what we got. Glasscock County, 29. Augusta Prep Day, 27. That's another Georgia score. So we're going to bring you high school football and do our, you know, on the Teal Shirt Report. And, 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 and again, the Teal Shirt Report, the high school football scores are kind of part of other area sports or, or North Florida entertainment, if you will. And um, I'm still going through some of the Georgia scores. Miller County, Miller County 53, Patala Charter Academy 6. And let's see, um, uh, Northside defeated Spencer 65 to nothing. Appling, Appling County 42, South Effingham 7. Among the Georgia scores, Bacon County 42, Berrien 21. I've been to Berrien too. Berrien is... Uh, I think Berrien's actually uh, near Nashville, Georgia, is where they're located. I had really a, a good education on high school football in Georgia because I, you know, rode those, uh, drove those roads in Georgia for years doing high school football up there. And Swainsboro defeated Statesboro, Swainsboro 12, Statesboro 6, among some of the other uh, scores in high school football in Georgia. Fitzgerald won. Uh, Fitzgerald, 42, Turner County, 6. And still looking for some more scores that we may have. Uh, Buford defeated Carver. Buford, 39, Carver, 7. And let's see, some other scores that we do have. How about Terrell County? The Terrell County Green Wave. They got beat by Atkinson County. It was Atkinson County, 20. Terrell County, 18 in Georgia. Uh, Terrell County located in the southwestern uh, uh, corner of Georgia. Callaway defeated Hardaway. Callaway 17, Hardaway 6. And another Georgia uh, final score in high school football. Also on Friday night, Richmond Hill 24, Wayne County 21. As we've really hit some, some Georgia scores here, Worth County. Worth County down around, uh, located around the Sylvester, Georgia area, Worth County 21, America Sumter 7. Those two schools actually combined. It used to be, they were known, there was the Sumter County Rams and the America's High School Panthers. They combined into one school. They're now known as America Sumter. And it was Worth County 21 and America Sumter 7. Uh, the final score right here as we're checking high school football on the teal 
Shirt Report. We appreciate you uh, tuning in today to the Teal Shirt Report. Cherokee defeated Rome, Cherokee 21, Rome 15. More Georgia scores as we do check high school football from North Florida, South Georgia, parts of uh, South Alabama. And uh, Brunswick lost to Benedictine, Benedictine 21, Brunswick 16, uh, the final score. And let's see, still rolling through some more scores here. Uh, Gilmer 28, Murray County 24 in Georgia. And that's about it for now as far as high school football. Wait a second, we got some more scores. Peach County 54, Griffin 14. There are a lot of high schools in Georgia. Now, here's the uh, the Florida-Georgia game, or the Georgia-Florida game, if you will. Lowndes defeated Oak Leaf. Oak Leaf where, uh, you know, one of the Jaguars, um, uh, uh, Shaq Quarterman, who plays linebacker, he's a rookie with the Jaguars. He was a fourth-round pick. The Jaguars got that fourth-round pick for Nick Foles from the Chicago Bears when they made the trade, when the Jaguars traded Nick Foles to Chicago. They got a fourth-round pick, and they actually uh, picked uh, uh, Shaq Quarterman, who played his college ball at Miami, played as a linebacker. Now he's in the NFL as a fourth-round pick in the linebacker, as a linebacker, as a rookie. He played at Oak Leaf in Jacksonville. So he's a he's a hometown kid playing for the Jaguars. Played his college ball for the U at Miami, though. And the final score of that game, Lowndes. Lowndes looks like they're getting strong. They're becoming a very strong team. Lowndes defeated Oak Leaf. And this is the score. This is the score I was mainly looking for. Um, Lowndes 37. Let me make a note, note of that because we're going to be adding some of these scores to the website too. Oak Leaf um, defeated, I'm sorry, Lowndes defeated Oak Leaf. It was Lowndes 37 and Oak Leaf 17. So we've given you some, some high school football scores from North Florida, uh, primarily North Florida, South Georgia, even a couple of scores in South Alabama. So you can get your high school football scores on the Teal Shirt Report and other area sports, too. Hey, we got the EIF Elite Indoor Football, Southern Steam versus the Space Coast Tar Heels this Sunday afternoon, September the 20th at about 5 o'clock p.m. So after the Jaguars game ends around probably 4 or 4.30 this Sunday, I'll slip over to the uh, the Ison Sports Complex uh, near Emerson and Phillips for the Southern Steam playing the Space Coast Tar Heels in the Elite Indoor Football League Championship game this Sunday, September the 20th, uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida. That's going to about do it uh, for the Teal Shirt Report this time around. Obviously, after the Jaguars-Titans game this Sunday, you know, a few hours after that, we'll come back uh, with a recap. Hope, hopefully it's a happy recap. As I understand it, the Titans now, they were actually anywhere from a 9 to 11 point favorite over the Jaguars earlier in the week. Now that is down to 7.5. The Titans are a 7.5 point favorite over the Jaguars up in Nashville. We've seen, we've seen really some nightmarish things happen up in Nashville where the game looks like a cartoon. I, I remember one time the Jaguars were playing in those all-gold color rush uniforms. Uh, Brother Bortles said they look like mustard. But I'm going to tell you, there were a couple of games in Nashville where they it seemed unreal how 
badly the Jaguars played up in Nashville for a couple of games. And let's hope this game's going to be a little bit better or a lot better. Uh, the Titans are favored by seven and a half points. Now, this game means a lot because the Titans are 1-0. The Tennessee Titans are 1-0, and the Jaguars are also 1-0 as well. So the winner of this game will be your leader in the AFC South Division, even though it's very, very early in the season, just week two, of course. That'll do it for the Teal Shirt Report, uh, brought to you by Anchor.fm, LakeUfallahits.com. That's right, LakeUfallahits.com, Internet Radio, where it's, you know, LakeUfallahits.com. It's all good. So we want to thank our sponsors, Anchor.fm, LakeUfallahits.com. Again, Anchor.fm, Saucer Realty, for all your real estate needs, uh, see Larry Saucer. For your North Florida real estate needs, I should say, uh, Larry's got residential, uh, commercial business listings in North Florida. You can uh, get the link to Saucer Realty by going to BigJReport.com, scrolling down, and, and you'll find Saucer Realty uh, in our weather information sponsoring our weather report for North Florida. So go to bigjreport.com. Follow us at bigjreport.com too. You'll also find uh, the website or the link for the website for Saucer Realty as well. That is going to do it uh, this time around for the Teal Shirt Report. I appreciate you listening. We ran down a lot of high school football scores uh, for North Florida, South Georgia, Western Georgia, and even, you know, a small portion of South Alabama as well. That'll do it for the Teal Shirt Report. You guys are great. Thank you for listening. We're listened to in as many as 16 states now. I counted the states a couple of days ago. We are. Uh, we've been listened to in as many as 16 states. We're worldwide and international. People are listening to us in the U.K. We're on in Wales, Newport, where I want to say hello to Andy Powers. Uh, with the Garden Club, the Milton Garden Club there. They got bird feeders, uh, uh, too. They take some great pictures. And that's the Milton Court uh, Garden and Wildlife Project in Wales. Andy Powers and everybody at Milton uh, Court, special hello to you from everybody here at the Teal Shirt Report. So we're listening to all over the world, Hong Kong, Australia, New Zealand. Uh, recently, we picked up some listeners in France, uh, we've had listeners in Montreal, Canada as well. So just about everywhere, Germany. So in as many as 16 states now we've been listened to and, and clear across the world internationally, you're listening to the Teal Shirt Report. And I do need to cap it off by saying today is episode show number 58. We've been doing this Teal Shirt Report since uh, January, late January of 2020. And you've just listened to episode show number 58. Thank you for listening to this Teal Shirt Report. My name is Scott. I'm out. Go Jaguars.